This is episode 28. There's no naughty list here. Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, how you doing, my friend? Dude, I'm doing so good. We're talking about a naughty list, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a naughty list, you know, like Santa Claus. It's almost Christmas. Why not? You know? That's true. That's fair. <laughs> That'll make a lot more sense when we dive into our topic, I guess. It just sounded weird uh, when you said it. I thought it was funny. It really did. It's it really that did. eighth grade humor again, but... Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it will be uh, it will be uh, it'll be interesting. We get to the conversation, but right now it's just a just a straight up naughty list. And we'll get yeah. plenty of those people reaching out and telling us that, you know, our our titles to things have a sexual innuendo to them. And we'll say maybe just to no. you no. because yeah. you're a sexual get your head being, out of the and, get your head and that's out on you, gutter. not me. Yeah, it is on them. It is on them. And Josh, your screen just went, are you, did you just put a green screen in front of you? I know people, you can't see Josh if you're listening, but his picture is all green. So I think he put a green screen up. Is it? Straight up. Nope. Oh, you're back. You're back. Whew. That was close. My network does say it's very bad. Mm. Oh, now it's just bad. Not very bad. Nice. Um, I don't know what it is. I think my Wi-Fi just doesn't like my computer. Because it just sucks too much data, so it li- I think it's limiting my bandwidth. Hmm. Um, because Classic. from your phone, I still get like 200 down or whatever, and you're like, well, that's weird that this is fine, but this isn't. Um, Dude. Who knows? And then my my webcam does like to do freaky, freaky things. You're basically being censored. You're being oppressed in this moment. I probably am Wi-Fi being censored. Connection. Freaking yep. Twitter putting, yeah. putting facts <laughs> on the screen. Dude. Dare them. Yeah. All the most or fun if, things to talk about are things that are not factual, <laughs> you know, <laughs> things that are just totally like, I don't know, this might be true. Uh, yeah. We're not trying to get political. There's probably is voter fraud. I don't know. I was going to uh, say the earth is probably flat because you can't prove the curve. That from probably the earth. is true. So um, that's a weird thing. Elon Musk can prove it for us because, you know, he's headed into space and we believe him. Did I ever tell you the conspiracy theory of that? You remember a while back they launched a Tesla Roadster into the into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there was yeah. a conspiracy theory that got a lot of traction that it was like his ex-girlfriend or ex-wife had gone missing a while before that. And a bunch of people were like, what? she's in the trunk of the car. What? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't even. I, mean, I don't know if that holds water. Say I don't know. Say that's about true. It. Um. Like, I don't, man, whoo, that, what's going on in Elon Musk's head that he's like, yeah, that's how we get rid of her. Put her in the truck. <laughs> yeah, that's the most reasonable way to do it. Just, you right? know, put the body in outer space. I don't even. Um, to be found a hundred years from now or something. Yeah. Uh, and they find it and they're like, oh yeah, Elon Musk, the, the ruler of the universe. Yeah. He was sent <laughs> his wife or ex-wife or whatever. Uh, uh, to see us. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's dude. But that would get me censored. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, that is true. That would get you censored. Yeah. But let's be honest. Like, depending, no matter how this election pans out, whether you hmm. you take the stance of the mass media and say that Biden won already, or t- 
take the position of Trump and right, say right, right, the election right. was a scam. Um, say it ends up in court and Trump does end up winning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens to our country if that happens. Like, yeah, like I think civil yeah. war breaks out at that point. Like, I don't know how you <sighs> Maybe, would stop dude. that. I think for the sake of yeah. of civil war not breaking out in our world, uh, yeah. Trump just concedes and we all move on because we're going to the Republicans are going to hold on to the Senate. So we're going to have a divided. Yeah. Either way, I just feel like you don't want to look to government for hope, especially like right now is just another great example of that. Of like, don't don't make an idol out of Trump. Don't make an idol out of Biden. They're just people. And let's be real. They're politicians. So there's some there's some lying people at that stuff going on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But Freaking politicians. What happened poly- to that whole Yeah. What happened to that whole like just hmm. like theme of like we all we know all politicians are lying scumbags. Yeah, yeah like, what, what happened happen? to that? I think we when don't Trump say those got in office, anymore. everybody was just like, Well, he's a liar. <laughs> all these other politicians are really good. Like we all just forgot. Maybe. It's like, no, dude, they yeah. all lie. That's what they do. They didn't want to call they, they didn't want to call the black president a liar. That was the issue right there. White people everywhere were like, ah, we can't say that. Um, it's probably <laughs> what did it. Dude, hey, speaking Uh-oh. of uh, our first question, what controversial opinions do you enjoy sharing with others, <laughs> Josh? <laughs> uh, any, anything about politics. Anything about politics, yeah. It, it depends on the right environment. Yeah. Like, I would be a lot more vocal on the internet yeah. uh, if I could just do it out of of joy of getting people riled yeah. up. But at yeah. some point I'd cross lines into getting very upset and angry, yeah. um, which would not help. Yeah. Um, so I, I avoid it, but yeah, there's definitely yeah. a part of me. You're like, just, can I poke the bear? Um, mm-hmm. just to see what happens when I poke him. Yeah. Um, or can I expose anything when I poke him? Sometimes you can expose some true motives. Right. If you poke the bear enough and they, you know, flip out. Thing like, is, when you yourself. poke a bear, it just usually doesn't end that peacefully, <laughs> you know. No, no, no. Well, that's true, but yeah. you always poke a bear with friends, um, and particularly friends yes. that are slower than you. Yes. Uh, yeah. And in that case, it's you're fine. You're totally okay. <laughs> yeah. You just take those friends that may be a little bit slower than you, um, yeah. and yeah. you poke that bear that's when hard. You poke a bear and run, and then, get out um, of there. You run. Yeah. 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 You just got to make sure you're not the one the bear catches first. Right. Dude. And then you're good. I would not want to be eaten by a bear. That's one of the ways that I would just really, that'd be low on my list of like ways to die would be getting bear. eaten by a bear in the wild. Yeah. Mountain lion. Suck. Any any really <laughs> like predator in the wild. Just, oh, that's sounds At least a mountain lion sneaks up behind you and like grabs you by the neck and is probably a lot quicker if you don't see him coming which you usually don't a bear is just like it's gonna straight up charge you throw you around for a while like dude it's a bear true. is a bad way to go it's a really That's bad way true. to go yeah, you're probably gonna live a lot longer with a bear yeah 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 so the moral of the story is <laughs> if if your enemy um asks you to go into the woods to go bear bear hunting poking uh, bear poking yeah he would i don't think they'd be that clear i think they'd be Uh, like yeah hey you want to go check out some bears and you're like uh (laughs) yeah we don't spend time together but sure why not yeah um and then then he pokes that bear and you die that's just well no the moral of the story is if your enemy asks you to go bear hunting 
you need to figure out who's faster before you say yes. That's the real moral of the story. Or <laughs> start running. In case. Like start doing some sprints just in case. down your street just yeah. to get get that. Because it doesn't have to be long. Like it's <laughs> you're not going to run up. forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely right. stretch before leaving the car. <laughs> That's a big one. Uh, especially at our age. stretching. Uh, and why are you wearing Nikes? I thought we were going to the woods. Like, uh, I'm just ready. Uh, I'm just yeah, ready. I'm ready. And you're like, why is your finger pointing already? Don't worry about it. Just ready. Why do you look like you're ready to poke something? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's going on here. Uh, oh, that's man. funny. All yeah. right, Andrew. Here's my question for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. What's a deal breaker in a relationship for you? Deal breaker in a and relationship. We'll say, for me. we'll say non-romantic relationships because you right. shouldn't have a deal breaker in your marriage. Right. I would say over time, like just as thinking about friendships, over time, if I'm the only one ever reaching out to like try to hang out or talk or be friends, if I'm the, if it's totally one sided, that's an eventual deal breaker of just like, oh, this person doesn't actually want to be a friend or doesn't want to actually. You know, they're like a fair weather friend of like, oh, if it works out, we'll hang out. But I don't actually care about that. Sure. That's a deal breaker so, over time. Is this your way? Yeah. Of, is this your way of telling me something? Do I not reach out no. enough? No. Hey, do you want to go hunt just... bears? I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. Uh, it might be pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's see who's faster. Yeah, I got. I'm pretty quick, you know. Um, on the short term, got a pretty good. Sprint. I am surprisingly quick. Are uh, you definitely on the short term? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, um, I've raced a lot of people where they're like, "I'm gonna kill you," and you're like, "Nope, that's not gonna happen." Dude, and how have I, we never kill them? You know, we've done a lot of like sports and things, but now that I think about it, they're usually more like big group sports. It's never just like a running race or something like that. Um, well, let me ask you this question yeah. then, Andrew. How yeah. often have you had a running races with your friends? Is that a normal occurrence? <laughs> Dude, like I'm in a running league where we just show up. And do a, uh, no. I don't think I've ever had a no. running race with Never. friends. We're like, I think I'm faster than you. Let's run. <laughs> I'm faster. Let's go. I'm about to throw down. No, but I guess if we were like playing soccer together, football or something like that, then I might have some sense on that. But, I don't know, dude. Maybe it's 50-50 at this point. We could poke some bears to see what happens. I think that's the best way to find out. Yeah. Because that like, is the I don't the think there's a better form. motivation. Like, yeah. dude, you want to really know who's faster? Okay, yeah. maybe we should reformat the Olympics. Like, the AstroTurf, flat track, cleats on. No. Like, the way to really figure out who's faster is dangerous wildlife, uh, unsteady conditions, um last minute split decisions where everyone is, has to start at the same time yeah and uh you know literally survival of the fittest let's get Hussein bolt out there and see what happens you know yeah i i feel like i feel like if the olympics are really struggling in certain <laughs> events to to get some ratings then that's a great way to you throw to in a lion to a any olympics event <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's good yeah. You imagine swimming and like you just throw a bear in the pool, <laughs> a polar <laughs> like, bear, uh, just a straight up polar bear in the pool, because they're good swimmers, oh, yeah. man. They can go miles. So good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, that's funny, <clears throat> Josh. Yeah, what would you hope? This is a serious question. What would you hope would be said at your He's... eulogy? I guess just what are some of the things you would hope would be said in your eulogy? 
That uh, fella should never have poked a bear. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm dying from a bear. I'm outrunning everybody. Uh, set in my eulogy. This is the most attractive man that the world has ever lost. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't really care, in all huh. honesty, what's huh. said in my eulogy. Interesting. Like, I'm I'm gone at that point. <laughs> like, I have no vested interest on in what you think about me. Um, what for if the that's sake the final of those thing? I like, left you behind. What if, what if... <laughs> and that's like my video <laughs> to, <laughs> to those there. You're just no, like, no, I was just going to say, I this is care. not theologically accurate at all. But what if you die and then your soul just like sticks around and hangs out until your eulogy has been done and then you go... <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for some, that may be torture of like, right. this right. is how unimpactful you actually were in this life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would hope like I've accomplished something in my life. Like I would hope that it's not just like, oh, Josh was such a good friend. And, hmm. you know, he loved those. He was like all good things. Sure. But like, I, I'd hope there's some kind of legacy in terms of accomplishments. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, Josh brought this into existence, or Josh played a role in this. That's what I, I'd want in my eulogy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yep. These uh, these questions are pretty deep. Uh, yeah. These questions are from a company called. Job. What are they called? I don't know what the name of this ice place breakers? is called. Best Best Self. Hmm. Uh, this is their icebreakers box. You can find them on Amazon. I would assume we'll link to them in on our show notes at thisjesuslifepodcast.com dot com, yeah. so you can quickly find them. Um, but here's a question: This okay. may be deep. This may not be deep. It, it really depends on how this relationship is. Um, but I, I think it'll be okay to ask this question. Describe your relationship with your father in one sentence. Hmm. Okay, this is on the spot. That's a tough question. Describe my relationship with my father in one sentence. We are similar in so many ways. <laughs> that's that's the truth, man. I The older I get, the more I think about all the things about my dad where when I was growing up, I was like, oh, that's weird. Why is he like that? Whatever. And now I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> like my dad in so many ways. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's he, uh, funny. He's a good man. I love my dad, and we have a good relationship. We both love deer hunting, and here's here's just. Oh, he's probably super jealous right now. Well, no, he has this they, killer spot. He can't walk there. Oh, it? It's like two miles from his house, but is a okay. killer spot where he's like gets a big buck every year it's awesome and it's also in somebody's backyard it's great but uh two miles from his house that's pretty impressive yeah but uh dude he so i was traveling for work a few weeks back and like my parents knew i was traveling so i figured like you know I, my dad texted me out of the blue and was like can you talk soon <laughs> call me oh, gosh. and it was like Yes. So I called him thinking, okay, he's in the hospital or he just found yeah, yeah. out something bad or like yeah. thinking this is serious. <laughs> he picks up the phone and I'm basically just like, hey, dad, like cut the small talk. I'm traveling. What's going on? Like this, it's yeah. serious, you know? And he's like, 
was just mainly calling to uh, see how the deer hunting's going. <laughs> like, Dad, what are you doing? Like, dude, I'll call you back uh, in two funny. days. You're killing me. That's so, funny. Yeah. But I could see myself doing weird. that down the road uh, to my kids. So, <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a hard. You gotta be careful when you text people. Like oh, you create man. a level of fear so quickly. Yeah, um, my dad worked uh, just down the street from the the uh, county building where the San Bernardino shooting was years oh, ago. Wow! wow. Uh, and not only that, he was in that parking lot. Um, I knew not long before that because they were looking for new office space for their firm. Uh, and like I was calling him like over and over and over again trying to get a hold of him that day when i found, heard the news couldn't get a hold of him uh, and then eventually did i'm like dude do you not know i need you to answer your phone and things like this happen <laughs> dude you were just right next to the news where people died yeah you gotta confirm like, your okay i can see your building on the newscast <laughs> dude <laughs> that's freaky. wasn't that close but that's freaky yeah. wow well the crazy thing is then my so they they, they own a law firm and they represent children uh in i don't even know what abuse cases those types of things anytime a child would need custody cases yeah. i would assume as well um and uh my stepmom was going to represent the baby of the two terrorists wow. uh, like she was assigned that case and then i don't know what happened to the wow. case she tried to get the case out of the county um just for the sake of right because every, everybody would the the, know all the backstory yeah, and the sake of wow. the child um, but I, I think the child ended up going to like an aunt or something like that, if I remember correctly. That is intense. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Dude. I just got all serious. That went, <laughs> things went serious quickly. Um, so dude, on this Tuesday, uh, if, and if you're listening, the reason we're asking random questions like that is because this whole season is all about relationships, relationships with god and with one another um really through the lens of how do you love well um because love really is the key to any long-term relationship whether friendship your the way you follow god um your marriage all of it love is is a real key so we've been analyzing and kind of working through slowly first corinthians 13 um one through eight um things like love is patient kind it doesn't envy doesn't boast it's not proud it does not dishonor one another. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. And today, it keeps no records of wrongs. Um, so, when we said there's no naughty list here, that's really what we mean. <laughs> it keeps no records of wrong. Um, love doesn't. So, anyway, man, what are some of your kind of like first thoughts around this of, of love, an attribute of love, is that it doesn't keep records of wrong? What do you think about that? Um, I, I think out of all of the characteristics of love that are listed in these verses, I think this is probably the hardest one for people to swallow as truth. Hmm. Um, because for a lot of different reasons, I think one of the biggest reasons is relationships are just hard. <laughs> like people yeah. are going to hurt you. Like that's just, yeah. that comes with the territory. People you deeply love are going to hurt you. That just comes with the territory. Yeah. Um, and you have to be okay with that. Um, and I think most of society rather than dealing with those things head on would rather push those things away mm -hmm. um, and end up probably being extremely lonely because they'll eventually push all relationships away. Um, yeah. except the really shallow ones. Cause it's the only ones that don't cause harm. Um, 
so I, I think that's it's probably the hardest to to wrap your head around. And we all have great pains, right? Like we can we can all share stories of of relationship pains that have caused us a lot of of harm, a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, um, and a lot of processing. Probably if if you've taken the healthy approach to it, um, yeah. And for for it to say there's no records are wrong, I I know the pushback to that statement. Um, it's like you don't know what he did to me, or you don't know mm. what she did to me. Yeah. Um, like how can you say that this is the position we should take as Christians when they harm me in such a horrific way? Now I don't have any horrific harming stories. Like yeah. I wasn't abused, I wasn't like any of those kinds of things. I don't know. Never I don't lost a bear story, poking. <laughs> no, I haven't lost a bear poking to today. Uh, I am seven for O on seven bear poking. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, I'm the a other bear guys, poking though, genius. Some bad stories. They worked through some hurt. Oh, they didn't work through anything. They're they're no longer with us. <laughs> That's really just how that. That is. Ooh, seven and like, It's a bear. All right, let's keep yeah. it going. I don't, allegedly. I don't, allegedly. I don't, yeah, I don't poke bear cubs. <laughs> I want big old grizzly bears. I go for gold. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think I have any, I don't know. I don't think I have any super massive hurt stuff in my life. Like, I wasn't. No. abused as a child i like i've i've been god's given me grace in a lot of things like there's a lot of things yep. that could have gone in my right wrong in my life that did not you know um yep. so i'm thankful for that but there's there's plenty of small hurts there's plenty of small things where it it'd be easy to keep a record of wrongs and it um almost might feel easier to just be like well they hurt me so um, I could I get a pass to hurt somebody else or to act a different way or to do whatever. Ooh, that's a good way. But uh, but I don't think that's that's not demonstrated for us. You know, it's not hey you were hurt so you can go hurt somebody else. It's like no, it's not it's not even like that. It's more like you were hurt, but you've hurt God with your sin, so you got to forgive the way that God forgives you. Which just if if we're being honest. Um, something mind-boggling to think about is that if you believe that Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross and that he forgave all your sins, um, past, present, future, and that God created time and, and lives outside of it, but also chooses to interact inside of it, then essentially all of your sins that you're ever going to do have already been forgiven and they've already been taken care of by the cross. Now there's I think we should still confess our sins to the Lord. Um, I think we should still work through them. But just knowing that basically any sin you're going to do has already been covered by the blood of Jesus. Um, now, there's trickiness to that. But basically, I'm trying to say, knowing that, that what you've done is already forgiven and forgotten um, in this mm -hmm. way by the Lord. That's it's been covered over by the blood of Jesus um, and that, you know, when God looks at you, he sees his son kind of in your place. Um, anyway, it's it's mind boggling, man, because I find myself when I sin, um, I find myself either wanting to cover it up or not necessarily wanting to be really quick to go to God and be like, here's what I did. I got to confess this and repent of it. You know, um, mm -hmm. my first thought is like, oh, just 
that that was a loophole like you and i were joking about earlier oh that there was a loophole there like i'm okay and then eventually crap i did really sin. yeah i gotta i gotta apologize for the got that i gotta ask forgiveness for that i gotta repent from this like there's a yeah. process that comes in once you kind of admit to yourself and then to god that it was sin so i don't know all that to say keeping no record of wrongs is a is a mind-blowing idea when i don't even know how to keep no record of wrongs i know how to forgive people um when something's been done to me i don't know how to just keep no record of it (laughs) i don't know how to like fully erase it from my mind or from uh my actions i guess so it's a little rambly but those are my first thoughts on it yeah i i think like if you if you go back and you think through like um relationships that ended poorly um relationships that that caused you harm um i think there's a tendency in people to hold on to those things rather than to forgive for those things and i think that's the action that wipes out the records right um is is forgiveness and um forget and and i think this is the biggest thing that you've got to understand about this piece of love is um like forgiveness is probably more important for you than it is for that other individual that you're forgiving. That's a good point. Um, Like for you to hold on to unforgiveness, for you to hold on to those wrongs, um, like that's going to cause you more detriment and damage um, than to, to offer the forgiveness to that individual for your own sake. Even if you did it from a selfish perspective, Hmm. like I'm not just trying to forgive. I don't, I don't care what happens to you, but I'm going to forgive you for the, for my sake and process that because I can't hold on to the bitterness that this is going to cause inside of me. Yeah. And you know, these people, right? Like, you know, those super bitter people and you're like, Oh, I yeah. bet you there's some forgiveness issues in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of why they function the way that they function. Like they're hard. People that are entrenched in things are hard people to love because mm-hmm. they're just so on guard. Um, they hold on to so much hurt and pain. Uh, yeah. They don't process or deal with any other things. Like, so it's more for your own benefit of like, let go of these things and, and forgive in these areas. And oftentimes you got to wake up the next morning and forgive again when you're in the midst of those seasons. But as time goes by, as some more perspective, you know, uh, is gained, like, yeah. You start to let go of those things. They don't seem to be as such a big a deal yeah. than when you're in the midst of those things. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of one of those, those worlds that we live in. Like, it's not easy. I'm not saying, Hey, this is, but, but for your own sanity, for your own sake, for your own growth, for your own ability to overcome, um, like you've got to, you've got to learn how to forgive and, and let go of these things and, and work the process of forgiveness. Yeah. Um, and working the process of forgiveness is like, you've got to feel it. Hmm. Right. Like, this is how this person has harmed me. This is the emotions that it's created inside of me. I got to feel those emotions. Like I've got to dig into it to really understand what I'm forgiving or I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm just surface level. Hey, I forgive you. Let's move on. Um, Like nothing's dealt with. Like you've got to dig into that stuff. Um, And if you're in it, you know, if you're in a relationship with those individuals and it's a relationship that needs to be kept, it's important to be kept. Um, then you've got to dig into those things with that individual of just say, Hey, this is how I feel you've harmed me. And this is what has, has environment. I just want you to know, I forgive you for these things, Mm -hmm. but I do need them to be out in the open because I can't be the only one to carry them. That's not helpful for the future relationship that we're going to have. Um, like you got to bring that stuff out, man. That's a good point. It is hard to walk around. It just takes so much effort to walk around carrying things that you have actively not forgiven. Um, yeah. And and I don't think 
you know, love keeping no record of wrongs. Like, there's the there's the way God forgives, where I was trying to describe of like Jesus's blood and his sacrifice cover that for it for us. He essentially took the place of us needing to slaughter animals and do offerings and those type of things. He he took that spot and took on our sin in a way that is hard yeah. to fathom, basically. Now, that is hard to fathom. But um, I think when it says God keeps no record of wrongs, like, I don't know if he truly forgets it. You said something to me as we were getting ready to start about kind of the Greek meaning of keeping no record of wrongs um, that maybe could you could you unpack what it was saying in the Greek? If you See, remember, now you're going to try to put now you're going to try to put things in my head and make me sound smarter than I really am. Uh, but you said it. I didn't say you made it up or that you spent time in Greece researching it and uh, and came to the conclusion. <laughs> it's the only place you can read the Greek Bible. I don't read Greek. Uh, I just have Logos Bible software. That I just do Greek, Greek and I I do sign um, language in Greek, uh, but I don't read it. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought yeah. all sign language is the same, but okay. Nope. I didn't know there's different dialects. Hero. That's super interesting. Uh, no, the no there is just absolute negative. Um, like there's no record. Um, hmm. Like it's not, um, um, it's not wishy-washy. It's not um, no in the sense of like, this is the goal. Like it's, it's no in the, the absolute negative sense of hmm. the primary word. Um, so there's that piece of it of just like the records we should be keeping. It shouldn't be these records. Uh, maybe yeah. your your health records, dental records, kid shot records, all right. good records to keep. Sure. How those individuals wronged you? Really mm, bad records. Absolute negative. Yeah, <laughs> absolute negative on this one. Uh, not helpful. But in, and like if we play it out. Everyone agrees. You're like, yeah, of course, if I held on to all these things, it's going to destroy that relationship. That's not the issue. The issue then becomes, uh, yeah, that relationship's not worth keeping. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with holding on to these things because I'm just going to destroy that relationship. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I think relationships matter a lot more to Jesus than, than we probably give them credit for. And it's relationships worth keeping and relationships worth working through and dealing with and not just throwing them away. I, I think – I think in today's society, and this is just off the top of my head, I think in today's society, um, relationships are a lot more um, temporary than God designed relationships to be, or a lot less Hmm. valuable than God designed relationships to be. Um, And I think we've said this before, like, you know, I, I quote this verse all the time, but Jesus said, you know, I've come to give you life and give it to the full or the abundant life in John 10, 10. Um, like, I believe that life is found in relationship, relationship with God and relationship with one another. That's where you find the full life. That's where the secret sauce, unlock the keys. That's where you find it is inside relationship. As you foster your relationship with God, as you foster your relationship with those around you, and the more people you foster a relationship with those around you, the deeper um, life is going to be fulfilled. The deeper life is going to be and more fulfilling it, it's going to be. Yeah. And I think that's a, a big piece of, of what we're chasing. Yeah. Um, that I think is easily forgotten. But, like, because the other side of it is, is well, God is a God of justice, isn't he? Like, isn't he going to be, ju- isn't he going to be, bring justice to those that have wronged me? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But probably not in the timeline that you're expecting. Yeah. Um, and if they're a believer, they're forgiven for it. 
Mm. Uh, I know that's hard to hear. Yeah. Um, because you want you want the pain that you felt for them to feel. I, I get that, um, but in all reality, it 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 doesn't help or fix anything. Vengeance yeah. is never yeah. never the answer. It doesn't work. Um, and at least from a human perspective, it doesn't work. I think the Bible also pointed out some really like there's some really pragmatic reasons. Like you and I are trying to define why we should not hold on to this and how it's like heavier for us to to be the one who hasn't forgiven somebody of some wrong. Yeah. Um, but like Matthew seven, one and two says, do not judge that you will not be judged from the way you judge. You will be judged. And by the standard of measure you use, it will be measured to you. Then it goes on to say, yeah. why do you, you know, look at it, the, the speck of dust in somebody else's eye when you have a plank in your own eye um, after yep. that. But like, that's kind of part of the reality of like you and I were not created to be spiritual judges of other people. That's not our role, you know? So the second that we take that role on and start saying, well, their sin is worse than my sin. They're, they're going to live in, they're going to go to hell for sure. They're done. They're out. I'm definitely good. You know, I'm way better than them. Whatever, however you start judging and whatever sin you start focusing on in their life, that that's going to be, part of the measure by which you're judged <laughs> and that's some like pretty that's pretty harsh to think about man that are the pretty sobering to think about i guess um i think there's yeah, a difference i think it well just let me say i don't think there's i don't think calling sin is calling sin sin is a not a bad thing i think we should understand what sin is and what sin is not but i think the judgment side is maybe like saying they're unforgivable. They did this thing that is so bad. They're going to burn in hell for sure. They're, I don't know. I think there's difference between judging people for the sin they commit and and just calling out what is and is not sin. So anyway, what were you going to say? Yeah. Uh, I, I think those verses, I, I don't think they're judgment verses in the sense of final judgment verses. I think he's speaking to right now in this life, this is how we function. Um, so to kind of go along with what you're saying, like it's not an issue of, because it's the following verses that really start to shift that whole statement. Yeah. Like deal with the speck in your own eye before yeah. you're going to deal First with the speck, speck or, the, out. or the log out of your own eye before you deal with a speck in someone else's. Yeah. That's a perspective issue. Mm. That's a, do get over yourself. Like you're mm-hmm. not as important mm-hmm. and it's not even an issue of calling sin out. It's an issue of, you don't get to make the judgment call about somebody else. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the other piece is this of like, I can look at your life and say, Oh, look at all this sin. Um, well, I don't deal with that sin. So I can call that sin out. Mm-hmm. That's not what it says either. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't say there's not sin categories in that statement. It's mm-hmm. just sin. Like, I have logs in my own eyes that I'm not dealing with. Yeah. Um, why do I feel like I have the right to come after somebody else? Yeah. Um, and I, I get the whole, you know, only God can judge me mindset and that pushback to all those things. I, I think you probably win the argument than the other side. Um, if we really push down into it, I, I think that is God's heart um, that we're not sitting around judging one another. And I think we've, we've even talked, I know we've talked about this on the podcast, like when we're calling sin out in our brothers and sisters of us around us, I'm not doing it for the sake of calling sin, sin. That doesn't, who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm doing it for your own sake. 
Like if I see something going on in your life, Andrew, like I want to call those things out, not to bring judgment on you, but out of great love for you, because I know what sin does sin destroys. That's all it's designed to do. It wants Mm -hmm. to kill you and destroy you and steal hope from you. Um, so I do it out of great love for you that this is, you're going down a path that I think yeah. is going to be detrimental and harmful. It's all out of love. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling out sin because it's sin. Yeah. Like, no, like that's not, there's, we're not going to find anything that, that lives in that world. Like that's just not the goal. Um, yeah. The goal is relationship. The goal is to love one another around us. Um, I can call out sin from a distance all day long, but like, what's that going to do? Yeah. Like, that's not going to help anyone. It's, right. it's not going to help the individual because one from a distance, they don't give a shit. Right. Like throw your mud and like you're, you're at right. a distance. Right. Um, and the other side you. of it is like, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it out of love either. Cause yeah. I don't like, I don't know you well yeah. enough to be close enough to you mm. um, to have real conversations about things. Yeah. Um, like, yes, dealing with sin is important because sin is destructive. Mm-hmm. It's not just destructive to your life. It's destructive to the lives that you are around and an influence over and have a connection with, like it's yeah. going to be destructive to them as well. So yeah, we want to deal with sin. Mm-hmm. We want to call sin out. Hopefully it comes from the perspective of I'm confessing my sin to one another and it's not, I'm getting sin called out inside of me. Hopefully I'm self-aware enough and, you know, man enough or woman enough uh, to to do like do what do what's right and, and ask for forgiveness when I've sinned against somebody, uh, and it's not getting called out and we're just sweeping it under the rug kind of thing. Like that's not the yeah. issue. Yeah. But if it's not done in love, I think you're 100 percent in the wrong. Move mm-hmm. on. It's not mm-hmm. like not your issue. So yeah. going back to the the conversation at hand of keeping no records of wrong yeah. in those, I think there's a level of justice that we demand from God, and we think God is for that. That I think we hold on to this this past hurt, this past yeah. being sinned against, this past whatever, um, longer than we should be holding on to it. Um, and I think it's keeping us from experiencing everything God has for us in this life. Um, and I don't know about you, but like that's what that's what I want. Yeah. Like I want to experience the full life. I want to experience what Jesus has for me. I want all and everything about it. I, yeah. Like give it all. Yeah. Um, and if there's anything that's going to keep me from it, like, yeah, I want to deal with those things. Cause I don't want to be, I don't want to lose anything mm-hmm. um, that God had intended for me at one point. Like that would suck. I would hate to get to heaven and be like, man. And God just be like, man, Josh, like here's this situation, this situation, this situation. And, and you chose to go the other way. You chose to hold on to, you chose to whatever yeah. you chose to hold the record of wrong against that individual. Yeah. And you missed out on this, this, and this. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, this is what held me back. Um, and I think the other part of it yeah. too is when you live in this place of holding records of wrong, you foster a culture around you yeah. that's going to do the same. Totally. So depending on how much influence you have, maybe it's with your kids, it's with your family, um, it's with maybe you're you're a boss, it's with your employees, you're a team leader, whatever. Like you're going to foster a culture where where victimhood is the norm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you. But I don't like to be around people that are victims. Mm-mm. Like, at least the victim, I should say it that way, the victim mentality. People are going to be victims. People who believe they are, who constantly think yeah. to themselves, I'm really a victim today. Yeah. This really horrible thing happened to me that defines me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm with that's you. just draining. Yep. Draining yep. personality types. Yeah. Um, but you're going to create that culture around you. Like, if you have unforgiven sin 
You haven't dealt with these things. You haven't dug into these things. You're still holding on to these things. And they come up in conversation, right? Yeah. Like you say things about that individual. Um, and maybe it's not directly, but indirectly, you're, you're bringing these things up. Um, like, yeah. sorry. Like, uh, if you're thinking about the person a lot, I would assume you're still holding on to issues yeah. with that individual. Like, yeah. there's been plenty of people in my life that mm-hmm. have harmed me, that, that have done me wrong. And I don't spend any time thinking about them. Right. Like, let's just... It's not worth it. Like, why would I want to go down those roads right. to hold myself back from achieving what God has for me? And um, maybe part but, of that is you learned the lesson at some point. Maybe you just have oh, always been yeah. good at this, but maybe you learned a no. lesson at some point of like, I let that person occupy space in my mind and my heart and my thoughts for a year and it was brutal. So I can't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't know how you learned that, but it's a good thing you did because I know you well and I can attest to some of the hurt that's happened in your life and the fact that you don't walk around thinking about that and dwelling on that and feeling like a victim, but that you're like, no, God, I've, I've forgiven them in my heart. Hope God forgives them, but I'm out. You know, it's done. It's yeah. done. So I don't know how you like learned to say, that, but not, yeah. not my problem. Well, I think the only way you can is just going through it yourself. And like, yeah. and there's probably been plenty of times throughout my life. I, I shouldn't say probably. I know there's been plenty of times throughout my life that I've held on to those things and I haven't dealt with them. And, yeah. and you know, it went on for years and years and years and it would manifest itself in ways that you didn't even realize yeah. that you haven't dealt with it. Um, but I think choosing the right way to deal with it, of just choosing to forgive, even though you could you could say, like, what happened was horrific. It's not OK. Mm-hmm. Um, God should bring justice to it. But it goes back to, is it my place to, to foster that? Yeah. Is it my place to demand that God brings justice to those places? Right. Nope. Right. And I think this goes back to the, the Matthew 7 verses that you read. Mm-hmm. Like, no. I could, sure. I can point at all the, the specks in someone else's mm-hmm. eye. But that's not my job. Right. Like, my job is to, to worry about Josh. It's not your and eye worry, in, like, in yeah. a literal sense. Yeah, exactly. They're not the eyes you that's were given, good. you know? It's good. Yeah, not my <laughs> eyes. Not my problem. <laughs> and I think we create, we make other people's problems our problems. And yeah. they're just not. Yeah. Like, if it's a toxic relationship, yeah. get out of the relationship. Yeah. Like, when we start to talk about love, we're not saying love deeply in toxic relationships. Right. Like, like you've got to have boundaries in relationships or yeah. you're just going to get sucked in and never find freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've, you've got to put those boundaries in place, but in most relationships, love is, is the key. And even in toxic relationships, love's still the key. What's best for both of us uh, yeah. moving forward. So we can both experience the goodness of God and what he has for us in this life is to sever the relationship. Yeah. It's just go different ways. That's okay. It's not bad. We see examples right. of that throughout the New Testament, right? Yeah. Like we see Barnabas and Barnabas um, and Paul. Uh, Paul. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I just couldn't think of that. But <laughs> there's been plenty of arguments over relationships and then splitting of yeah. ways. Uh, that's okay. Splitting relationships is fine. Yeah. Um, but it's out of love that you should be splitting those relationships of, hey, you're not going to be the best you. Yeah. I'm not going to be the best me. If we keep trying to make something work, that's just not working. Yeah. So let's let's just split ways. Let's go two different ways. Yeah. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Awesome. Let's do it. It's better that way. Um, and yeah. before you keep going down that, because that's a that's a good that's really a good thought. Probably a whole other conversation in itself too. It might like, be. I don't know. We'll figure it out, <laughs> or we won't. But I was just thinking back to just these the verses of love, 
keeps no record of wrongs. And I was thinking about, like, you and I have built a lot of trust over years of being friends and years of doing accountability together, praying for each other, really knowing what's going on in each other's life um, or what isn't going on. And uh, and I think about that. And if if, like, if I was sitting across the table from you with an actual motive of, I just want to get dirt on Josh. I just want to understand what all the bad things are. I just want to, I'm, I'm trying to get out. If I want to write a list of here's all the things that Josh did wrong or that messed up or hurt me with over time or whatever, if that's my motive. I like, how, to, I like how you talk about it in a facetious way. Like it doesn't exist. I know you have a list. I've seen it. <laughs> Keeping the Josh that's, list. It's just a few notes, okay? See, it's, there it is right there. You just brought it up. <laughs> I knew there was a list. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but like, just the motive of that, of like, I'm gonna keep this down. I'm gonna. I'm, you don't have to literally write it down to keep a record, but I'm gonna, you know, remember this thing. I'm, yeah. I'm in it to basically get dirt on somebody. Versus the, I'm in this because I love Jesus and I know that I need some help to love Jesus well and to live out the things he wants me to live out. Um, yep. And I trust this person and they're going to call me out when I'm, when I'm out of line and they're going to encourage me when I'm living well, you know, um, like that's, it's just two such different worlds to say, I'm going to love people well enough that I call them out inside of relationship and in a way that pushes yep. them closer to God versus yep. I'm going to keep this list that I pull up at the exact worst moment for them to really seal the deal or to make sure everybody can judge them too. You know, it's like, I don't know. To me, that's like the difference. That's, that's almost like the way Jesus lives and, and was portrayed in the Bible and the way that like Satan is portrayed in the Bible of like, no, no, yeah, just dude. Jesus, just take the jump off the temple. I know we're like 200 feet up in the air, but the angels are going to catch you, man. And if you do that, I'm going to give you this whole world. You can have everything you want. And it's like this, this sleight of hand of like, no, no, just, you just break that one little thing and you take the jump. I'll record it. Everybody will know about it. I'll report back to God on it. And I'll make sure that you can't do the thing that you're supposed to do. That's most important. You know, that's like Satan's motive in that, um, and Jesus just like, no, that's not what I'm here for. But it's like, I don't know. It's just this, it's nasty to want to be like, I'm here to build lists of people's worst things. I'm here to not forget wrongs. I'm here to yeah. hurt people. I'm here to bring it up at the moment. You don't want me to bring it up and it's to hurt you, you know, versus yeah. I'm here to encourage other people th- and push them towards Jesus in a, in a yeah, good, good way. I think... I think this is a good sign that something's wrong, something's going on, that if you can look at an individual and think to yourself, I'm better than that individual. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm less sinful than that individual. God loves me more than that individual. God wants to bring judgment upon that individual, but not Mm -hmm. upon me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if, if that's your posture, then you're 100% in the wrong and you're probably holding on to some wrongs and you're making some lists that you shouldn't be. Yeah. I think it's a good sign of it. That is good. Uh, That if you're constantly looking around you that you're like, I'm better. Like, cause in all reality, 
It's just not true. Yeah. Like, we all got our sin. We're all assholes at times. We're all dicks at times. We all do things that cause harm to one another at times. Sure, I might not have did it in this one situation, but I probably did it in four other situations. <laughs> like, that's just the reality of yeah. it. Like, and, or to think that I'm more spiritual or closer to God than that individual is, like... You're 100% in the wrong and something's going on and you need to have some conversations with Jesus about it to dig into it or have some conversations with those that love Jesus and love you in the order. If you're struggling to hear Jesus say those things to you, Um, not that he's not saying those things to you, but you probably just have other crap and you're not listening. Um, So now you need a a physical voice to say something. Um, So I I think that's probably a good, a good tracker. Like if you're looking at say, I'd never do that. No, you probably would. Right. Like, you look and say, what kind of asshole would cheat on his wife? Well, if the circumstances were right and I didn't have the guards up, I could probably be that asshole. Right. Um, like, so sure, I don't want to say you put it. In place? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say it. I, I don't want to think that my guards are better than his. Mm-hmm. The reality is, if the circumstances were right, I could be exactly where you are right mm-hmm. now. I get it. Right. And you could do that in almost anything. Yeah. Like murder. Sure. If the circumstances were right, yeah. I probably could commit murder. Like, yeah. that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Um, probably not premeditated. I would hope it wasn't premeditated. <laughs> um, but let's run. Does, it's a possibility. Does poking a bear uh, count when you know that one person's going <laughs> to... I'd say... I don't think I... I didn't kill him. I just poked a bear. <laughs> like, not my... That's no blood on mine. But you did wear your running shoes. <laughs> well, yeah. You should always wear your running shoes going into a forest with bears. That's just good advice. That's funny. Uh, so I think that's but, yeah. a good. I think that's a good. That is good. Uh, barometer, if that's the right word. I think it is um, to to use of like in this situation. I'm looking at this person. Do I think I'm better than that person? Yeah. Um, and if the answer is yes. Or you ask your friend, because you can't answer that question, your wife or your significant other, and you just be like, hey, so this is what's going on. You know what's going on. Do you think I'm better than that person? Do you think I think I'm better than that person? And they're like, oh, yes. Then you're like, oh, shit, should be the response. (laughs) And now you're in the situation back in Matthew uh, 7 of like, I'm looking at the the specs in their eyes when I got logs I got to deal with. Deal yeah. with those things. Exactly. How much better would our world be mm. if that's our posture that we took and then we did the work that we needed to do with Jesus to bring out that the ugliness of that, the sin of those things, yeah. and let him deal with those things and shape us and mold us. Yeah. Um, like, that's just the reality of it. Like, we could all be in the same boat. Like, sure, we're saints, 100%. We are Jesus's. If you've given your life to Jesus, you recognize yeah. that he is the son of God, that he did die for your sins, that he did conquer death. You're his. Yeah. You, you, you. And in those moments, you're forgiven, you're taken care of. Um, I don't know where I was going with that because I went into gospel. Um, Nothing wrong with that. uh, I was going to say, well, let me add a thought. On the flip side, there's that if you walk around, if you walk around and you catch yourself thinking, I'm better than this person, I'm less sinful mm -hmm. than this person or whatever. I would never do that. Yeah, I could never do that. Those are all good things to think about or to check yourself on this week or this month or year or whenever you listen to this hope it reminds you of it another one is maybe um kind of making this up but like if you've just prayed for someone's sin a thousand times and never said anything to them about it that might be another one of where you actually think maybe you're just better than them or or maybe you think 
oh, this is so important that I got to pray for them about it, but I'll never say anything to them about it. Bless you know? their heart. Yeah, bless their heart. It's that that culture of that. That's not good either. So that that might be a couple kind of ways to think. Are you constantly praying for somebody's sin and you've never said anything to them, um, or do you just believe you're better than other people? Um, both of those might back, point back yeah. to you haven't actually forgiven some things in your life, and you're holding yeah. on to that the weight of what it means to actually keep a record of wrong. Like that's, that's a good. heavy. That's a good. That's a good. A heavy record. That's a good word. To carry. Weight. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody because it that. is a heavy record to carry. Yeah. Like. Let's be honest. You really want to write down all the times. Use just your spouse as an example. Uh, how heavy would that record be of how often they've hurt you? Yeah. Like, that's going to be a heavy record. Why carry that around and let that damage your relationship yeah. um, and what God wants for that? Yeah. Like, not worth it. Like, yeah. and you're creating a culture around you that's just causing more and more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if that's what you're bringing to the table, like, you're just going to cause more damage. Yeah. Like, you've someone's got to change it. Mm-hmm. So you be the person that changes it. Even if yeah. other people are still in that world. You be the person that changes it. And I think that's more attractive, that that lifestyle of keeping no records of wrong than those that do keep records. Um, and I think you're going to start winning people over to that way of living yeah. of like, no, I'm going to choose to love people well. Yeah. Like, just what I'm going to do. Nobody wants to um, be friends with the person who constantly thinks about all the ways everybody else has wronged them and waits to bring it up yeah. at the moment that yeah. uh, hurts those people most. No. Everybody wants well, to be per- in, yeah. friends with the person who gives them grace and tries to direct mm-hmm. them and, and help them be better people to, to look more yep. like Jesus, um, yep. to live this Jesus life, as we might say. Like, people want to be friends with that person, not the one who's constantly judging in the background. Nobody wants that. That's what my daughter's no. favorite catchphrase is, nobody wants that. Um, she's two That's years old funny. and it's awesome. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants to carry the weight of that record. Uh, once they've done it for a while, they'll realize they don't want to. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's just not worth it. So I don't know. I hope this has been yeah. helpful. I so, kind of feel like we got somewhere on that idea, but you have yeah, some, I think, thoughts. go ahead. Yeah. I think taking it one step further is like, how do you, well, how do you actually forget? Like, how do you actually yeah. let those things? And we briefly, touched on it, but, um, I think you've got to feel it. Hmm. Um, like you've got to let the emotion and I know I get it. I'm a dude. I'm right there with you. Emotions, not my thing. Uh, much easier just to shove them under the rug and move on. Um, but shoving things under the rug and moving on don't deal. doesn't deal with anything. Eventually just going to explode out of you. And right. That's even uglier. Right. It's like a big old zit that just everywhere oh, uh, right on the mirror. On and there's the like this mirror. mountain there now. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Bad day for everybody. Um, uh, so like, You've got to deal with it. Um, if you don't trust yourself going down those roads because the pain is so great, the, the, the whatever it is, um, then bring somebody else into the conversation. Yeah. Um, let someone else walk with you in it. Like, I think this is what it means to carry one another's burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, let them feel it like you feel it. That's okay. Um, the benefit that they have is they're going to feel it in the moment and walk away um, because it's not theirs to carry long-term. But in the moment they can help you carry it. Um, And if you're at a place where that's not working, then seek real help. 
Um, find people that do this for a living and the professionals at it yeah. um, that could help you deal with these things. And if that individual is not leading you towards forgiveness, if that le- individual is not leading you towards um, the Jesus life, uh, that's the wrong individual and find a new individual. Uh, but find a counselor, find someone that loves Jesus and loves you. Um, it can help you walk through those things yeah. because finding, finding freedom from those things erasing that list, man, there's not a better feeling in the world to walk around, not holding things against anybody. Like that's a good, you you should be able to say, yeah, I have no enemies. (laughs) Like that should be the norm of your life. Like, let's be honest. Why would you have an enemy in anything? (laughs) Um, but if there's if there's wrongs going on, deal with them and move on. Uh, You know, take your ownership of your part. Ask for forgiveness. Move on and ask real forgiveness. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but like, I don't know. Did I share this on the podcast? I did apologize to a coworker last week. No, you told me before no, it happened that, told that you. you were going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I learned, I heard, I heard a coworker um, a few months back and, and I wanted to make that right. Yeah. Um, the, the temptation in those moments of trying to make it right is uh, I don't remember doing this. This is not my fault. It yeah. was not my intention or yeah. my intent to do this. Um, I'm sorry that you took it that way. Right. right. Uh, all all wrong ways to apologize. Loopholes. Yeah. 100%. Um, the apology is, hey, I'm sorry I did this. I'm sorry I harmed you. Yeah. I'm sorry that I caused, th- like, can you forgive me? Yeah. Um, and that yeah. was my apology. My apology did start with, hey, I just found out that this was a thing. This right. is why it took me so long to apologize. Right. I I'm wasn't sorry avoiding it, but I found yeah. out. I'm also yeah. sorry for what I did. Yeah. Uh, and then this is what I did. Or even if it's the, this is what you perceived that I did. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say it that way, but that's how they perceived it. And it's caused harm. Sure. And for the sake of relationship, I want to make it better. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say, hey, I did this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Whether I perceived it that way personally or not, doesn't matter. That's how they perceived right. it. So I'm going to apologize for it because I care more about this relationship uh, than than letting it go under the rug and act like, and is it that big a deal? I don't know. I don't think it probably was to that person, but it's it's still the right thing to do to apologize for things you've done wrong. Um, and it could have easily period. festered into a huge thing because every time they saw oh, you 100%. or talked to you. And like, I think it was festering yeah. into a huge thing. Yeah. Like with other people that knew about it. Yeah. I wasn't one of those people. But like I think it was becoming a thing. It didn't have to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'd apologize and, and make it right. But that's how you apologize. You just like if you want to make it right, it's not about defending yourself. If you want to fix the relationship, it's not about how you perceived or what you thought really happened. It doesn't matter. What matters is someone feels like you hurt them and you want to make it right for the sake of that relationship to continue. Because if you don't like say they hold on to it. Well, at this point, it's not my problem that they hold on to it. Right. Like I can't do anything about that. I've done, I've done what I can to try to make it right. Right. Uh, If they want to hold a record of wrong, that's between them and Jesus. They can deal with it, but I'm not going to function. Like there's a record of wrong that exists anymore. Yeah. Like I'm just going to function. Like we're in a relationship. We're coworkers. We're on the same team. We're trying to chase after the same goals. I love you. Hopefully you love me. If not, that's okay. Didn't say this has to be mutual for me to love you. Uh, and we're just going to move on. Yeah. Like that's just, but yeah, there's a right way to apologize and a wrong way to apologize. Yeah. And I would say 90% of the time people apologize in the wrong way. Yeah. I would say 90% of the time I've apologized in the wrong way. Uh, like, I don't want to put that on other people yeah. only. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in the boat just with you. I get it. Yeah. It's easier to defend our actions, but that doesn't fix relationship. Defending and a defending apology is not an apology and is not going to fix a relationship. You got to keep the end goal in mind. Right. The end goal is relationship. The end goal is I love you well in this relationship. Yeah. So are my actions in this moment 
helping that or hurting that? And if they're hurting that, cut those parts out mm-hmm. and just focus on the things that are helping yeah. that. Whether you think you're just in it or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. All that matters is I'm trying to help relationship. And that's what Jesus said. I want you to love me and I want you to love others well. Mm-hmm. We got to be good at it. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not the easiest life we're called to. Yeah. But when we dig into our relationship with Jesus and let Jesus form us and shape us, yeah. we get to see that fruit pouring into the relationships around us. We get to see new eyes in the relationships around us. I would argue that we are better followers of Jesus in terms of following Jesus, loving him and loving others well today than we were a year ago mm-hmm. um, because we've chosen to take Jesus' command seriously mm-hmm. and we're going to love people well yeah. um, because that's who he's called us to do. Yeah. Love people well. Forgive people as well as you can. <laughs> Work on getting better at forgiving people uh, because the weight nope. of carrying unforgiveness is a weight you're not supposed to carry. And it's a weight that God nope. doesn't carry towards us. Um, that's true. So don't put yourself in that place. It's a bad place to be in. And uh, man, that's that's practical and helpful of just how to how to do a real apology. I know I've often been tempted that I, whenever I need to apologize, I'm often tempted to first kind of rationalize. Well, here's why. Here's all the always attempted. The things, I would say, you know, like yeah, personally for me, yeah. I'm always attempted to yeah. rationalize yeah. and justify and and to make it like, well, I didn't do anything wrong, but here's all the three reasons why you felt bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. no, just just own it. You hurt somebody else, mm-hmm. and there's a part it. of you that feels like it's wrong. You're like, well, I'm just feeding into their unhealth. <laughs> no. Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop looking at the damn specks in their eye when you have a log you got to deal right. with. You got a log um, in like, your own eye. That's going like, to it. it hurts. Or if you're. Yeah, and it hurts the people around you because <laughs> logs aren't, aren't, aren't little. Like, you move around, <laughs> they're going to hit everyone around you. Yeah. Like, it's causing damage. It's brutal. You don't even realize it. It's a freaking log. It. Come man. on, people. You can even put your glasses on, right? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. But, bro, that's all I got. Hey. Don't. Uh, that's all I got. You just forgive people, man forgive people god forgives yeah. us but hey we're gonna keep this series going yes. um we're a little over halfway um through first corinthians 13 mm-hmm. uh the first eight verses love is patient love is kind it does not envy it, it does, does not, not boast. boast it's not self-seeking it it's not i screwed that up didn't i it does not dishonor others it's not self-seeking mm-hmm. it's not easily angered it keeps no records of wrong Next week, we'll we'll cover love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. I'll say this. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Teaser. Tune in next week. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.